Yes, I believe we are ready to go. Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Dad Shorts, where we are just dads talking about things that make dads happy and are important to dads. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Dad stuff. Dad stuff. Like, real man stuff. Yeah. Hello, son. (laughs) You like gladiator movies. <laughs> or westerns. <laughs> or westerns. <laughs> Do you want to eat a brick of cheese while we watch them? Surely you can't be serious. Surely. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, hey, we're joined in the studio by a guest today. We have Shane Munn. Shane, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, a little bit about myself. I could go on so long. Uh, <laughs> you said a little bit. Uh, no, I, uh, I'm a local guy uh, by route of a couple other cities and... Uh, I'm a dad of three daughters. I think God is still laughing about that. <laughs> wasn't uh, wasn't sure how that happened, but you know, I know, I know, I know how it happened. I was gonna say, yeah, like, I know how it happened. That's a whole different. I'm episode. still questioning the results. Uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a pastor um, at one church in Joplin. My wife's a principal in Joplin, and uh, yeah, so happy to be here. Very Thanks. cool. Glad to have you. <laughs> Shane, we got some questions we'd like to ask all our dads. First off, uh, what's your go-to dad outfit? Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a jeans and hoodie. Pretty much all the, I mean, right now, <laughs> jeans and hoodie. That's kind of my, my my go-to. Are you rocking? Are you rocking? Are you rocking jeans even in summer? No. Because I feel like that's that's my grandfather. Yeah. No. That's a, that's a that's an old dad move. I'm only jeans when like it has to be. No, I'm I'm shorts. As long as I can in flip flops. Yeah, okay. I yep, mean that's yep. that's me as much as I can. But isn't that like does your grandpa do the same thing? Like 100 percent jeans. Like my grandfather is jeans and suspenders. I don't ever remember seeing my grandfather's in shorts. Yeah, no, I can, I can see that. Would that be like any occasion, wedding or basketball yeah, yes, game? Yes, <laughs> I don't yes. Think I'm my saying, grandfather correct. owns anything but jeans. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the season 95. of life where it, like we just give up on everything and go yeah. straight to the coveralls. Yep. Oh, the yes. zip-up coveralls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, oh, man. Overalls are the bomb. When does that happen? <clears throat> That's coming back. That's, that's, <laughs> they are coming yeah, back. Yeah, like the acid-washed... Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> jean... Tight-rolled well, that, pants. That and the jean some, jumpers. Some kid like, had a tight-rolled pants, and I was like, welcome back, 1985. <laughs> Daniel Russo called. <laughs> that's right. He loves your style. <laughs> uh, yeah, I keep on waiting for the uh, our teachers to start coming dressed in, like, jean jumpers and those, like, pins, like, the, yes. the brooches and all that stuff. Like, we, yeah, we have a treasure trove of those at our house. So, yeah. Yeah. We're going to make it. Make it come back someday. Great. All right, Shana, what is your best dad story? You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this, and I'll, I'll, let me let me say this one. This is maybe my most embarrassing dad story. Perfect. Like, uh, as I say, I, venue for this. I'm a dad of three daughters, and I can remember one day I was I was going on a, a mission trip, and uh, I, I, I didn't have my family with me. I was uh, I was flying, and I was one of the, the lucky ones that was selected to be. You know, most people you can put on the, the, the conveyor belt, you go through, you're on. But yeah. there's a few every once in a while, and I don't know why, but, you know, you get pulled to the side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go a little further. Yeah. And so they made me take off. Like uh, second base. Or the, yeah, <laughs> second base, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> and so I, I get over there, and I'm, I'm taking off. I've got, like, a, a T-shirt and, like, a maybe it was, like, a zip-up hoodie, something like that I had it on. And I go to take this off, and it was... I was thinking about like what term I would use for this that would not sound make me sound like a pervert. <laughs> but like I'm in airport security, Northwest Arkansas, taking off my my hoodie, and like like there's a, a 
young lady that's the security and a guy there. And I'm taking it off. And then out of my jacket, I have young daughters. And I guess mixed in the laundry, I have undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> like they're coming out of yeah. my jacket. <laughs> And I'm like, it's one of those things like almost like somebody would have planted there, but no one else is involved. Like I have a training bra that comes out at airport security and I'm just mortified. Like, sir, why are you smuggling this onto the plane? Yeah. It's like, all right, this guy needs to go to third base. Like, where where is that? Like, we're taking you to the room. And I was just, yeah. I'm like, and in the middle, I'm like, I have daughters, no sons. This is my world. Hello, Mr. Dover. It's been brought into the public. Mr. Dover. So bad. Oh, gosh. All right, well, this might segue from that. Uh, But what, what is the advice that you would give to a new dad? Wow. So a new dad, you know, I, I, I deal with that a lot. You know, as a pastor, I'm always talking to, you know, it's, it's fun to see uh, people on their first child. And like, I don't know, maybe this is advice, but I, it would be just chill. Like, mm-hmm. I can remember, and I, we were there. You were, I mean, how, <laughs> yes. how, many children, how many children do you have? Uh, four. Four. And yep. Zach's got like uh, five. He's of got his own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, we all know, like with that first child, we are so yep. neurotic and... Mm-hmm sleep schedule and, and, and sterilize and, you know, all those things. And then, oh, yeah. you know, you get to three, four and five and the password like, drops on the floor and you're just like, you don't even care. And I'm like, and so like, I look at them and I'm like, you're, you're, they're going to make it like you're, they're going to survive. Like, yeah, food, water, you know, sleep, they're going to survive. But through that, like, man, I would say this, embrace the season you're in to get serious for just a moment. I had a really great guy in my life a few years ago because I went through this season where I thought I wanted a lawn. Hmm. Like a, a lawn? A lawn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, I don't know why. Like, I thought, you know, I'm a dad. I'm supposed to have a nice lawn. Yeah. But I've got been kids. Yeah. And it's impossible in this season of life that I'm in to have kids and a nice lawn. Yeah. And this guy, his name was Randy Sauer. Don't know if you know Randy Sauer. Awesome guy. But he looked at me and he just looked at me where I was at and he's like, you're in the sweet spot of life. Enjoy it. And I, you know, and I started to look at my life, and we've got, you know, it sounds cliche, and like, but we have this swing in our front yard, hangs from a tree. Mm-hmm. And it was impossible for me to grow grass under that, that swing. Mm-hmm. And I can remember for a while thinking, ah, oh, what can I do to grow grass? Maybe I should move it. You know, maybe I should take it off. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to grow grass. And he was this guy that really made me understand that, you know, there's going to be time for there to be grass under that swing, and you're going to wish that, yeah. I'm going to wish that there wasn't grass under that swing. And so through that, it's just this constant reminder that's hanging in my front yard. It's like, embrace it, because mm-hmm. there's going to be a day you wish that it was bare. Yeah, that's cool. I was uh, We encountered that similar thing uh, in my house. Um, I, I like a clean house. Like I like, and So my side of the bed and my wife's side of the bed are very different. Mine <laughs> is very tidy and orderly, and my wife's is not. And uh, I, I, you know, If the house gets too messy, it it's, drives me a little crazy. And right now... You can't relax. I can't. And right now, it's Christmas of Hope. So my wife is having all of these presents for kids and Christmas of Hope? What's that? We know we're going to talk about it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, but uh, we're, it's, it's all the stuff delivered. And my sure. entire front room is stacked with just boxes. Like, you have to, like, shimmy your way in. Because yeah. there's so many stuff. And I was I was reminded. I was just like, there's just stuff everywhere. And one of the kids with me goes, yeah, but it's for kids and care. And I'm like, all right. Thanks for the perspective. <laughs> yeah. uh... I'll just go to the one room of the house where there's not stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
So is that why we're here days. at five o'clock doing a podcast? So you don't have to be there. In the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shane, listen, it's Dad Nights to Cook. What uh, what's on the menu? Uh, if I'm cooking, like believe it or not, I do love to cook. Yeah. Like I'm not just a hey, let's order out. And so there's there's certain times that mom, you know, Julie's like you're cooking, yeah. and so I am a smoker. Nice. Like I love to smoke. You know that's not healthy uh, for you, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love general. cigars too. I really do. But in this term, we're talking about meats. Like, yeah, I got you. And uh, it's a delicate balance, though, to smoke things that my kids will eat. Because, like, I love to smoke and I'll do it all. And my kids are like, no more barbecue. No. You know? Man. Yeah, it's tough. Fight so, words. Yeah, like, uh, I love to smoke. Like, for them, it would be like uh, chicken legs and thighs. Mm. You know, we'll do that. But I love to smoke, like, pork butts mm. and, 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 uh, Short ribs and, and, and pork tenderloin and things like that. So that's my happy space yes. for me. Sounds like really that, good. Yeah. I'm glad we have another, because I do all the cooking at my house. I'm glad, and we've asked this question several times. And all the dads are like, I'm ordering pizza. So I'm glad we have another dad who is in the kitchen. Fully and, embrace it. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm an even mix between the two. So you cook too much with your heart. I do cook with my heart. Uh, but I also, like, I, I got the go-tos of, like, pancakes and grilled cheese. Like, yeah. the, the good, mm-hmm. like, comfort food. Yep. I don't. So you have uh, some trusted dishes that, like, yes. your, what your wife says, hey, you're gonna, this is what we're going to have. Yep. And so there those I, things. Like, the smoking to me... I have I do not have the attention span for it. I wish that I did. I love to eat it. Yep. But like the idea of like cooking something for like thirteen hours, yeah. like that just I but feel like I'm gonna screw it up. Like the margin the for error error is like it's like a crock pot. Yeah, I was say you just check it every once in a while. I, I think it's great for somebody who has ADHD because you're like, oh yeah, I put okay. that thing on there. You got a timer goes off. Oh, I gotta go, you know, baste the meat and then yep. put a little sauce. I've on I've got there. this on here, and I'll be like, hey Siri, set timer for, yeah. and I'm coming back. And nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I should check it out. Maybe I should check this out. It's, it's, yeah. It is nice because you don't have to tend it a whole lot. And so I, I'm a, even a cheater, even more because I used to have, and I loved it. Don't get me wrong. There's enthusiasts out there that are here and call me a, a poser right Because <laughs> I, I have had stick burning, which uh-huh. is when you burn wood. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have the pellet smoker now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just cheating. Like yeah. you said, like I can mm-hmm. put enough fuel in there that it will go for an entire smoke. Yep. Mm. And so it holds the temperature. I said it. It's like a man's crock pot. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. maybe crock pot can be men's too. I mean, that's a very, very <laughs> marginalized thing to yeah, say there. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But cool. it is. It's mm-hmm. like cheating. Fantastic. Yeah. I like uh I like grilling stuff, but it's yes. I have to like I whenever I grill, I'm right there at the grill. Like mm-hmm. I can't like leave it. I feel no, like I it'll watch burn. it. So yeah. this this idea of smoking appeals to me. I kind of check it out. Uh, all right. What is your best dad joke? Oh gosh, best dad joke. So I wouldn't say that we necessarily do the dad jokes at my house, my my, my daughters, but we I do a lot of dad challenges. Okay. And like so, this. like, we'll sit down at the dinner table. I've, I've, I've put a couple of them out on Facebook mm-hmm. where, and it's not always mine. I see it somewhere, and I'll be like, all right. And I love to, to, to put a challenge out to my kids or my family, even my wife as well, where, you know, you put, like, um, sticks in the shape of, like, a field goal with, like, a $20 bill, and they have oh. to move two sticks. And it's like, you know, with that, you know, That's you move funny. two sticks, you can have the $20. And it's always rigged. I'm the carnival. <laughs> okay. It's always... It's always in favor of the house. You know, it's like, oh, $20, dad's giving it away. It could be a $100 bill. You're not getting it, right? And things like that. So I'll do those, but, you know, I can share that one. That's a fun one to do. Like you have the, you have the field goal, you put a $20 bill in it. They can only move to uh, uh, the the sticks or the pencils. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I'm not as much of a dad joke guy as I'm like a, a challenge guy. Nice. I like, like that. I think that's a good uh, a good mix. So, um, yeah. 
And it's still a dad and thing. And it's dad annoying. Yes. Because yeah, always like, because they know it's again. They, as they soon have, as I do it, eyes are rolling. Yeah. And the response after is always, dad. Yes. And regardless. In the back of their mind, they know that they're not going to win. <laughs> uh, and yet, they still have to accept the challenge because yep. it's $20. Yep. Like, I, that's a thing. 100%. When you first said it, I thought for sure you were going to say, like, I, I challenged them to, like, throw this steak over that mountain. Like, that type of challenge. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, like just things like that, where where you know it's it's. <laughs> it's always in favor of the house. It's always in favor of the house. Nice, love it. Well, listen, Jamie, we want to get serious for just a little bit. Yes, uh, yes. I got a couple serious questions. So uh, you mentioned you have three teenage daughters, or uh, sorry, two teenage daughters, two teenage daughters, one soon to be teenage daughter, and a ten year old. Uh, so, what are some of the difficulties of raising teen girls? You know, uh, there's always a challenge that I'm outnumbered just yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes it would be nice. Like the only male that I have at my home is a dog. (laughs) And, and so there's a, there, there is a challenge. You know, here's the thing. Like for so long, I would say like, Oh man, I just wanted a boy. I want a boy. Let's keep trying for a boy. But in reality, like for me, not for everybody, if I had a boy in my house, I wouldn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, because this is life. This is what my, my lot in life. It's a joy. Um, and so, uh, did you ask this first question? What, are, what did you already ask? That? What are some of the? Oh no, I didn't ask you. Oh, I'm sorry. It? I just want to stay on track. I, I, I didn't want to get off. So Let's go back. What are some of the successes of a dad? Yeah. So I, I would say for me, like the biggest success, um, you know, and let me say this: that I have plenty of failures. Um, I'm a pastor. You can go watch any of my messages, and I will pretty much every week tell you where I fail, <laughs> where I have fallen short and missed the mark as a dad. Um, plenty of tears, you know, as a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, like, some of my successes is I, I still have daughters that want to make me proud. Um, like, I've never, ever been. I, I, I tell them all the time. Like, every single day when they get out of the car, when I drop my daughter, you know, every day, I'm proud of you. Like, I want her to hear that. I'd rather her get sick of it and it becomes mundane than, like, you never said you're proud of me. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, but I think that for me is I still have daughters that still want to hug. Yeah. Like, they still want to hug. I get the end of the day or things like that. I have a daughter that, man, if I, if I don't go to her, she's coming to me before she goes to bed. Like I need a hug. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have a high school daughter that, that comes into the house and will give me a hug. Um, and so in my little world, that's success. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, because I was scared to death of, I was a youth pastor for a number of years. And so, I mean, I'm very used to having teenagers you know, for a long time, I would look at parents and they're like, what do you know about teenagers? I've had teens longer than a lot of you. Mm-hmm. I've been a youth pastor for a decade. Yeah. And then now I have these kids. And being a pastor, I, there's a challenge of I don't want to raise the quote-unquote PK. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want my kids to resent God or the church. And so I'm, I'm letting them walk their own path. And at the end of this, like, they still want to hug. Um, so right now, that's a success yeah. for me. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> all right, so... Why is emphasizing sports? Uh, we talked a lot about sports um, on our podcast, and we yeah. talked a little bit before the show. Um, but uh, why is emphasizing sports important to you? Man, sports in my household is huge. Um, uh, this could, uh, and I know that maybe everybody hearing this, it's not big, and we're 100% okay with that. Like mm-hmm. us as a family, we don't look at someone that doesn't have sports, but like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's what works in our household. Um, sports... You know, and I, I'd say even this, I'm a pastor and I have daughters that play like travel sports and, you know, have some pastors that are adamant, you know, it's you know, nothing, but I allow them all, you know, there'll be Sundays where I'll have two daughters. They're not at church. I am, mm-hmm. 
they're not, you know, they're getting a ride or whatever. And some Sundays and I'll give them, you know, there'll be days where they'll look at Sunday and go, I want to go to church today. I don't want to go play sports. hundred percent. Cool. Like that's your journey. Um, but in that sports are a big deal for us. Um, I, I played sports all the way through school. And, and for me, it was like a cookie, like why I went to school. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. it really was, it kept me getting enough grades to pass. And so, but the, these girls, they're different, man. I've got, all of my kids are straight A students. Like, and we don't ever have to, like, I cannot tell you one time, and I've got a 16-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 10-year-old that, that Julie or I, myself, have one time said, go do your homework. Mm-hmm. Hey, you need to go study. Like, we've never done that. And so it's foreign to me because I was the opposite <laughs> of that. Like, I'm the procrastinator, don't want to do it. But in that, the sports aspect, um, for a long time, it's been a source of, of, of life, life lessons, man. I, I, uh, we've shared the gospel through sports. I have failed as a dad, as a pastor, as a coach in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, as as a, a, a dad, I failed as a dad, you know. Like, we learn how to communicate. We learn how to be teammates. We learn how to deal with failure. We learn how to, how to set a goal. We learn so many life lessons through sports, and I'm, a, I'm such an advocate of it. Um, and for my oldest daughter right now, we're, we're, we're walking this road where um, she's learning how to count the cost, you know, yeah. of like, okay, if you want to do this, it may mean you can't do this. And you're learning like, what is the, you know, cause Zach and I were talking about before this, when, before this was over, um, sports is something you don't get to do your whole life. Yeah. You know, we can work aren't you know, we have the rest of our life to work. And if you're someone that's into sports, like I, I don't know you as well, but I know you and like, I mean, we're, we're still sports junkies and yep. I can see it on your yep. chest. It's always something you're part of, but not participate in. Mm-hmm. And you just don't get that back. You learn about how to be a, a good teammate, how to be a leader, you know, how to deal with, resi- you know, so many things. And so sports in our life, if you've ever listened to any of my messages, every analogy that I share, like those are things that speak to me, mm-hmm. uh, sports, mm-hmm. You know, I, I can always use a sports scenario for analogy for so many things. Um, and so it just speaks to me. And for me, um, coaches were huge in my life. Um, for me, uh, teammates, brotherhood, for much of my life, I, I, have, I have siblings, mm-hmm. but I didn't live with any of them. And so my brothers were, you know, teammates. My, my, my social life was sports. Um, and so for me, it was always a huge deal. And so as we've gone forward into this, it's been funny because my wife doesn't come from sports. Like she did gymnastics for a little bit, but never really team sports. And it's amazing to see how she's embraced it mm-hmm. because this last summer was wild where we're, seasons change. And so this last year, like I said, I have three daughters that play travel sports. We're all softballers. And uh, I have a 10-year-old who plays travel ball. 13-year-old plays travel ball, 16-year-old plays travel ball. <laughs> and this summer, we had one weekend the entire summer where we were in the same city for the weekend. That's crazy. And it's weird because it's not like we looked at that and said, this is the goal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, because when they were younger, we were always together at the same tournament. We were always, you know, but now, like, we were in three different states. Yeah. L- Libby was in Oklahoma, Bella's in Kansas City, and my, my little one's in Monette, you know? Or it just, yeah. you look at that and it's like, but it's in the, again, it's that counting the cost. And so, in our family, in our life, um, we've, for us, it matters a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, here's the other thing: you'll see people as they go through that are living vicariously through their kids. Like I got to play college sports; I did that. And so, I'm not trying to like live like, man, I want you to accomplish it. You know, it's like I look at that and say, this is your journey. Mm-hmm. This is your journey. 
Now, I want to be the dad that when we get to the end, that says, man, I want to do everything I could to give you the chance to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. And I don't want him through along the way to, to ever get to this point where it's like, I'm just burnt out and I don't want to do it anymore. Because I don't want the goal at the end to be everything that it's about. Like, enjoy the moment. Yeah. Like right now, my daughter, you know, we want to go play college. Okay, well, here's the percentages, you know. Yeah. 4% of everybody. Great goal. Wonderful. But that doesn't mean success. You know, it's a great goal. It's a great dream. Sure. But that doesn't mean success. If you don't achieve that, like we want to enjoy today. We want to enjoy the journey. Like don't, don't let that be what satisfies it. Yeah. So, yeah. but we just learn a lot through it. Absolutely. Well, listen, uh, Shane, one of the reasons we had you on the podcast is because we want to talk about Christmas. And uh, like we yes! mentioned, you are, a, you are a Christmas fanatic. You love right. Christmas. So much. <laughs> and I uh, also want to plug, uh, my wife started uh, Fostering Hope uh, with another family from your church. And uh, we love that organization. I know you have supported and love that organization. And so we want to just mention this is going to Please, come out. Please, yes. There's still time to donate. There is. Oh, sweet. And, and you can get on. Uh, you can go to Fostering Hope. Uh, uh, go find us on Facebook at fosteringhope.com. Uh, and you can find uh, an opportunity to support kids in the Jasper County and yeah. also in Dade, Barton, and Newton. And you can still support kids who are in care. You're going to give them a great Christmas. So, and like, when you're saying kids, like, it's big. It's, yeah. It, it's there's big. over There's over uh, almost 800 kids that they're going to buy. So, I mean, it's like, it's awesome. insane. It, so. like, I don't, I don't smile when I say that because it's yeah. 800 kids. Yeah. But right. my heart is, like, exploding. So it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We as a community get to support 800 kids. And, and, it's mind-blowing. situation, a difficult journey for them. Individually. Yeah, individually. We get to give them, you know, a brief moment of joy, of joy and happiness and, and through a Christmas gift. So if you'd like to donate, uh, we'll put the link in the, in the show notes um, and uh, when we put that out. But you absolutely, we'd love to have you guys support and donate. And 100%. Do you have a, um, a final, like, deadline, like a final date? Um, so it's the shopping date is the Thursday. We will still take money at the register yeah. while we shop. Yeah. Okay. We've had it before. Like people will walk up, they'll see us shopping. Yeah. Like, can I support a kid? Yes. But there's so, always, there's, there's usually about 20 to, to 30, unfortunately, kids that come after the deadline who are brought into care. Gotcha. So we will always take donations to help out kids. So gotcha. My wife shops until she drops. Yeah. Well, until January. Until yeah. The, that's awesome. Because it's, there's always it's kids coming to care that they want to help out. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, Shane, we know you love Christmas, and so we wanted to do just a little, just a little couple of best and worst of Christmas. So we got some yes. categories, and let's do this. We'll uh, each take a one. Uh, we'll choose a category from the list below, and we'll say uh, you choose either your best or your worst, if you have a strong take for one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll go around and we'll kind of share ours. So uh, I'll start. I'm going to start with uh, Christmas snacks. Yes. And uh, my favorite, uh, the best Christmas snack in my opinion, you're going to laugh, but it's, no, uh, it's Buckeyes. Great. They're, they're <laughs> Hold amazing. On. Let's Let's... What is a buckeye? Exactly, a buckeye. It's it's it's. Uh, I'm not familiar. peanut butter, and you oh. whip it with some butter and powdered sugar, and then you dip it in chocolate. So it looks like the actual buckeye nut uh, that falls from the tree, but it's just, it's like it's, it's an advanced Reese's cup. That sounds <laughs> if you like peanut delicious. butter, delicious. Really it's amazing. Do you make them? Yeah, make them. Yeah, that every sounds Christmas, delicious. That's the thing we, do. We, do, we do buckeyes, and usually there's enough. Left and it just kind of. I feel Fits like in. we've worked together for enough years, and I have never had have one of these asked, fabled. Have, have I didn't. Ever, I didn't know you buckeye? made buckeyes. I brought in homemade bread when you said I want homemade bread. I brought in bread. Can I ask this I question? What's a real buckeye? It's a nut. It's it's. A, Is it's it a buckeye tree? Yeah, there's a buckeye yeah. tree. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, there's many of like them I've on seen... the Ohio State campus, <laughs> right? But I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah it's, okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's a nut. A, yeah, the nut is poisonous. You can't eat the nut, but uh, wow, the candy okay. is amazing. Well, that explains the, uh, so you know, much. The mascot, yeah. yeah, dangerous. He's so dangerous. The... All right, who wants <laughs> to go? Dang... It's fine. <laughs> who wants Never to go mind. Next with your favorite Christmas snack. 
Uh, Christmas snack. Yeah, oh, I'll sure. let you go first, Shane, because I I got to think about this. I so I'm a I'm I'm I I love the just the the, the little Debbie's Christmas okay. oh, trees. Christmas trees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, figured somebody needed to say that, if bro. Like, like they're wonderful. Yeah. And they're delicious, and they're waxy and wonderful. I like I saw recently, and I was I was kind of I was kind of at a, at a crossroads. I saw where someone had like homemade Christmas yes. tree, uh-huh. and I was like. I don't know if it's to me it's perfection already. So yeah. it's like I like the thought, but yeah, little Debbie Christmas tree if that's there, I'm eating it. <laughs> uh okay, so my favorite uh every year we have this tradition that my mom started um when our kids were very young. I think it was actually my brothers when my brothers kids were young, but we get together with my brothers uh, kids and my sisters kids um and my mom makes gingerbread cookies gin- little gingerbread men yeah. um and we decorate the heck out of them all the kids like they've got their own dozen gingerbread cookies yes uh, and i absolutely love my mom's gingerbread cookies so here's my question with gingerbread yes. cookies is it soft oh yeah that's the thing okay they are yeah. the they are just perfect and she is an amazing cook um but like her cookies are Fire. They are so good. And now, the gingerbread, I don't get to eat those very often because I think I've like, never I'm, had them either. I'm like one Despite of the only ones. For many years. <laughs> well, I don't know that I've ever had a real gingerbread cookie. Oh, ever. man. She makes have them you? from scratch. Yeah, they are good, good. But the ones I've had are crisp, but I don't like a crisp cookie. So that's why yeah. I was asking if it's a soft cookie. I think right. a gingerbread I don't think I've ever, like, I've built gingerbread houses, yeah. but yeah. I don't think I've ever had a real gingerbread these are, cookie. These are better. Like the gingerbread houses that, like, when you buy them from the store, they're like thick and cakey. Yeah. These are the, like, Perfect. Wow. Uh, Never like had a gingerbread thickness. Cookie. Like, oh, it's so good. And she even made a gingerbread Wookiees for me one year. So <laughs> we could, like, you know, make little chewbacca. I have to put in a plug because I will feel like a bad man if I don't say this. Like, okay, that's my favorite commercial snack. <laughs> like, yeah. mass produced. Okay, work your but, way out but, of this hole. But that you've to done. be fair, <laughs> to be fair, it's not my wife, but I, I, had, I was just convicted as soon as you said cookie because all of a sudden I was like, oh, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a lady in town. Her name is Cass Lidikin. And she used to have a Eat Your Heart Out Bakery. Oh, yeah. And her Christmas cookies with, like, the, the one inch of frosting oh, yeah. on top. Yeah. yeah. So, Cass, if you're listening, I repent. <laughs> um, you're, so we need some cookies. Yeah. Your cookies, and I'm sure with mom, yep. are, for me, that, yeah, it's like, I did I did literally say it was my favorite thing about Christmas. Yep. Well, unfortunately, she stopped listening when you said Christmas trees, <laughs> yes. uh, Little Debbie's Cakes. <laughs> so. I feel so bad. Uh, Shane, why don't you choose the next category? Christmas song. Okay, worst. What, are you doing best or worst? Worst. Okay, what's the worst Christmas song? It's funny. This was just brought up yesterday. For me, and this, this could hurt feelings, Ooh, the worst Christmas kind. song to me is Christmas Shoes. Oh, okay. The yeah. new song, whatever, Christmas Shoes. I have is never it new? Heard this song. No. No, it's no, not, no. It's not like new. Where he buys the old. shoes for yeah. the, yeah. Sir, I want to buy these <laughs> oh, shoes my for my mama. Oh, my God. Keep scared. on going. Oh. Let it roll. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That so why, just... why the disdain? All of it. <laughs> the cheese, the tune. I have like... I, I know that like my 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 selections offend people. I can't stand Taylor Swift. I can't stand Luke Bryan, and I can't stand Christmas shoes. Oh, perfect. And like they all hit this tone that makes me want to like throw the rock against the wall, or just I don't know. Yeah. Like they just make me cringe. Yeah. I feel that. And I feel like that song though is like the Hallmark movie of songs. It is. That's perfect. Right? Yeah. So. And that's why it has an audience. Yes. That I have 
just not, offended. Not you. But. Probably not on dad. <laughs> they you just turned off the podcast. I'm going to go out there and say that dad shorts, It's a, this is a safe audience. Yeah, I'm guessing there's not a lot that's, of there. That's fine. I'm getting that. That's one. probably accurate. Scott, what's your worst Christmas song? Uh, I have a worst, my least favorite, but one that I replace it with, and that is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. <laughs> okay. I just can't stand it, and I love Christmas. Like, I love Christmas uh-huh. music. I play it, like, almost all year, lo- year long, um, but I much prefer the My Chemical Romance all I want for Christmas. Um, it's just a much Some better of the tone. Covers are much, fun, I, you know? right? It's a much better jam. I, yeah. I just, I, I think it's been overplayed and definitely uh, over. Somehow it became like yeah. the the official the Christmas, official Christmas song, yeah. song, commercial Christmas though. Commercial, yeah. yes, Not actually, yeah, yep, like, they did. What happened to it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas? Like I love traditional. Yeah, I really do. My uh, worst Christmas song is, is a hot take too. Uh, oh, Holy Night by Celine Dion. Oh, I hate oh, that song. Shots fired. I hate shots that song. fired. It is my wife's wow. favorite, and she will play it. And I'm just, I want to screech a little. Now, do you it. like the? What about just the song "A Holy Night"? I mean, it's a great song. I like listening to it. Right. I, I can't sing it. They hit those high notes, and I'm just like, I, I can't I, sing it. You're exactly I'm right. Like, it no, goes to level, level that, but like, yeah, it, Celine sings it, and I just want to scratch my eyeballs out. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I see. And anytime she she sings, that's mine. Uh, favorite, though, on the other hand, I'm, I know we're not doing favorites, but I have to just have a plug for Aaron Neville. Um, favorite Ooh, okay. Christmas. I, I just love, love like, it's like uh, all of them. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I just, it's so fun. <laughs> it's even more fun when you watch him sing. Cause yeah, this yeah, is yeah. gigantic man. With yeah. His ball. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're doing favorite. Uh, my favorite Christmas song is I celebrate the day by Reliant K. Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah, love that song. That's a good song. I cannot think of that, but the Reliant K Christmas it's, album is—it's money. It's, money. it's, it's fantastic. Yes, like it's crazy to me that like that may be the best album they made. Yes, like, it is. Your Christmas stuff was incredible. Yeah. Yep. You got a favorite one, Shane? Oh man, so like I am all over the place. Let me say this: like right now, I'm loving the Anne Berlin Christmas album. Okay, um, I, heard that I haven't either. Anne Berlin, it's kind of heavier. Yeah, I know who Anne Berlin is, but, but they have a album. Christmas album that cool. is is fantastic that i would tell you yeah Yeah, absolutely yes all right scott what's our next category uh let's go with um uh, let's go with movie santa okay and let's go with uh best movie santa okay I like this one. Who are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, whoever the guy is um, who conquers the Martians in Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> I've never what? seen it. I've never seen it. <laughs> He's just so stinking jolly. And I have he. Not seen you've this. not seen this movie? No. no. Okay. But like, I'm going to have to go watch it now. Like, <laughs> Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 does an excellent version of it. Oh my um, goodness. That is the one, and it is such a fun movie, and it is horrible at the same time, but the Santa in it, uh, I find enjoyable every time. Like, 100% of the times, <laughs> I am in. Wow. Shane, best movie, Santa? <laughs> so, um, this this could be offensive to people, because, I don't know, like, uh, so I just recently went and watched Violent Night. I, oh, is it is good? It good? So let me prepare you. Like, <laughs> it's not a children's movie. Well, yeah. I mean, there is a lot of language. But. I mean, it's called Violent Night. I don't know what you expected. But, like, the, the, the people I walked away with watching it, we walked out of the theater and we're just like, that may be one of the best Christmas movies I've ever seen. Oh, yes. Awesome. Like, okay. It is 100% Die Hard and Home Alone. And Santa in this is John McClane. Oh, and okay. It's played by David Harbour, too, isn't yes. it? Yes. So I was going to say. Right now, okay. It's fresh David Harbor I'm as in. Santa okay. slash John McClane. Yes, I'm one hundred percent in. I was in before. I just haven't been there yet. But like, I am definitely. Oh, we, in. like the. Uh, 
I loved it. Like I walked out like I shouldn't love it, but I loved it. That's like, awesome. It was, oh, I'm so excited. It was great. Uh, all right. Well, I was going to say um, Ed Asner's from Elf. He's a good one. But now I feel shamed because I didn't. <laughs> a better one. But have no, you seen great. Have you seen Fat Man with uh, oh, no, Mel Gibson? Gibson? Yeah. I loved it. Like yeah. the, just the, the other take of like Santa is ticked. Like all the people. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Okay. We, we're running over. So let's just do one more real quick one for each of us. So okay. uh, I'm going to go with uh, best gift as a kid. Okay. Uh, man, when I was a kid, I absolutely wanted a starter jacket and I got it when I was in eighth grade. And Who was, was on it? What was the team? Yeah. Charlotte Hornets. Really? Classic 90s. Yes. Yeah. That is so Classic 90s. The colors and, and Mighty that. Ducks. Yeah. Yes. Those were the two. Yeah. And I was wow. a big Hornets fan. Before they moved, I was a huge Hornets fan. Yep. I probably was a bigger Hornets fan than like Buckeyes and Reds and Bengals. Hold yep. on. You said before they moved. Where were they? They were in Charlotte, and they moved to New Orleans. And when yes. they moved to New Orleans, uh, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I was, my fandom was over. And now I, I kind of casually follow them again. But yeah. man, I wish I still had that jacket. I would wear it all the time. Yeah. It was uh, so I good. It was a pullover one quarter zip. Yep. Cool. I was going to ask, was oh, it the, the yep. big pocket in the yes, front? Yes, yeah. it was, the, was amazing. So those are fire jackets. enough, I had the same exact coat. No, you did yes, not. Yes, 100%. This explains so <laughs> much. So <laughs> much. <laughs> so much. And I grew up in like Bulls country. Yeah. I don't even know why in Charlotte Hornets, but like. <laughs> and Jordan was still playing. I know. I was like, Larry Johnson. He's from North Carolina. So, I mean. <laughs> And he's an owner of the, the Hornets. Yeah. So. yeah. There you go. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Shane, what's your uh, greatest gift as a kid? Greatest gift as a kid that I, as I look back, it's funny. I just talked about this Sunday. I got a slot car track. Oh, yeah. Nice. That is and cool. It, but it was a double-edged sword. <laughs> like, I saw it on TV and all this. It was made by Tyco. You know, it, it had the, the part that would go up the wall and, like, come yeah. back around. And it was, it was the best gift. But it was a horrible gift to receive. I didn't think it all the way through. I didn't have any siblings. Uh, so to get a slot car track was awesome, <laughs> and I would just hold both of them. <laughs> like, like, oh man, the right hand was much faster than the left hand. Yeah. <laughs> so like that was the only problem. Like it was still the coolest gift, but I was alone. So <laughs> and your parents were just standing just outside the door watching you race yourself. And yeah. Like, oh, he needs some friends. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's great, but that it still one. goes down as my favorite gift. Yeah, yes, but like gift. looking back, it's like, man, it would have been cool to have someone to play it with. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, I would say I'm, I'm I'm going back and forth between two. Uh, one, um, my first CD I ever like got was oh. as a Christmas gift, and it was Aerosmith's Big Ones album. Oh yeah, that's a great. I can album. still see really the, good. I can see the cover. Of my yes, head. that blue yeah. and black. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, so I like I totally that one I don't know why. No, did like you already kind of, own a CD player? Or did I, I it got come the, in the CD same? player that same Christmas, uh, um, nice. and I like the CD was the better gift to me. <laughs> like right, it right, was, right. Uh, it was crazy. Actually, I got a CD-ROM for my computer that I was oh, building, yes. so that was my CD player. Um, super nerdy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but my favorite gift I think that I ever got was a combo gift uh, with me and my brother, and it was the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yes. Like that was. The yes. bee's knees, and uh, it was probably like a decade after it came out because that was like, uh, but yeah, it was great. So, so you fun. lived with someone that you shared? Yes, like, we didn't share very well, but like, <laughs> yes, but I like, did. Are you one of the people that like you look like you just feel like you were betrayed your whole childhood when you found out like that controller number two controlled the duck? <laughs> In yes. duck hunt? Like, yes. I never knew that, but why would I? I never had anyone to play with. I always had the gun. Yeah, like, uh, I, I never was. Knew that. Uh, I was always confused as to why I was always player number two. Oh, right. um, was your brother yeah. older? Yes, of course. <laughs> five years older yes. and kind of a dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shane. One more quick topic. Which one are you go with? 
Oh, gosh. Let's see here. Um, white elephant gift. Okay. How did you get the term white elephant? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Because I feel like that's... Like, I've also that heard it. to elephants. Yeah. Thank you for bringing Yankee this up. Swap. Yankee swap, yeah. dirty Santa, mm-hmm. white elephant. But you look at that and it's like, how did it get the term, the name white elephant? I don't know. I'm yeah, going to look it up. It up <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, while you guys figure your answers out, I'm yeah, going to do some research. What's the best white elephant gift, Gene? Um, the best white elephant gift I can recall was a prosthetic leg. <laughs> <laughs> Just So it, it was, it came in, we did one of those. Well, the, the way we got it was, it, you ever do one of those uh, scavenger hunts, like where you start with a penny? Yeah. And yeah. you go trade and you trade up, mm-hmm. you trade up. Well, one of the groups that when I was a youth pastor got a leg. And the penny, and it was funny because they still had like an hour left. But when they got to the leg, they're like, "We're stopping. Yeah, like we don't, we don't want anything better. Like we could go bigger, That's but we're awesome. stopping with the leg." And so that came in, and it sat around the youth center for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I have another one too. But uh, at that moment, like I, I saw that one year, and I, I wrapped up the prosthetic leg and gave it in a <laughs> you got to pay a white forward. elephant. <laughs> it was like or kick it for it'll never get any better than that. So. That's awesome. You got one? Uh, I do have one, but before I have, okay, yeah, why is it why is it called yeah. a white elephant? The term white elephant refers to an extravagant, impractical gift that cannot be easily disposed of. The oh. phrase is said to come from the historic practice of the king of Siam uh, giving rare albino elephants to courtiers who had displeased him so that they might be ruined by the animal's upkeep costs. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so much. Deeper than I was expecting. I know that that's great. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and now you destroyed them. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so mine doesn't necessarily fit. I mean, maybe it does. Uh, My best or favorite uh, white elephant gift. uh, A couple of years ago at our staff Christmas party, um, I had the opportunity uh, to get a gray sweatshirt that's in red. Blood or Sharpie um, was written ho ho ho. Now I now have, I have a machine gun. gun too, and it was the best. It was handmade by one of our staff members, and oh, I could not awesome. have been more pleased. If you're listening to this and you don't understand that reference, you are no longer allowed to listen to Dad Shorts. <laughs> but yeah, I was so pumped. That was great. Uh, mine was uh, a light up ho. It was the word ho, and it lights up. But it was supposed to be a set of three. Ho, ho, ho for Santa. <laughs> you just got a ho. All I got was ho. Just ho. Right. And I pull it out every Christmas and light that puppy up. Just ho. <laughs> Somebody get my ho. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh. Scott, we got time for one more. We're already way, way over. But okay. What's the last one? Uh, let's, let's end on a high note. Okay. Least favorite reindeer. Okay. Least favorite. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Rudolph. He's just a, you know. He's a poser. He, yeah. Come on. I, uh, Rudolph. Is anybody disagreeing that's Rudolph? No. No. I was going to say that. He's yeah. pretentious. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Not like the others. Yeah. Kind of a whiner. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the thing for me is he's a whiner. I'm all about Blitzen. Yeah. Blitzen, like, Blitzen's all right. Dude could play for the Bears. That, it's true. Blitzen. <laughs> but he's well, only good in short bursts. Right. So, yeah. like, there's that. He's, he's, the, he's the takeout guy. <laughs> he's the only reason they get off the ground, and then he just hops in the sleigh with Santa. <laughs> Built for power. Built for power. <laughs> That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Dad Shorts. Don't forget, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast. Like, subscribe, and rate. Uh, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. We love those. We only have one so far. We would love a Christmas gift. 
Not yes. more than one. It would be a Christmas miracle. It would be. Every time you leave a five-star review, a dad gets his, his uh, get special tongs. Tongs. That's what it is. His yeah. smoker tongs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pull back full circle there. <laughs> Just <laughs> clicking in my Thanks head. Thanks for this. Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys later. Later.